Chicago is too damn cold. Hey guys, you're listening to Drunk and Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And you can hear my heat running in the background, um, but it's too damn cold in Chicago to turn it off. Like yeah, it would normally. It's, it's cold. We're, uh, We're leaving that shit on. Yeah, you're going to have to get used to how that sounds because <laughs> it's officially... Too damn cold out for the season. It's too damn cold out for the season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've approached... Early winter uh, in Chicago. It's fall, so. but it's like fucking... That's why I said early winter. It's not actually winter. <laughs> it's first winter. It's, it's pre-winter. Per, it's pre, this is pre-winter. This is pre-winter. It snowed on Halloween. It's pre-winter. Pre-winter. Yep. Anyways, um, it is my week to talk about music stuff since it is the first of the month. Well, first episode of the month. Um, so for Stephanie's Music Corner this week... I'm going to talk about my favorite albums that came out in the month of October. So, my first one came out on October 4th. It is by Angel Olsen, and her album was called All Mirrors. So, I actually gave this album a perfect 10 out of 10. Um, I love Angel Olsen, so she's like an indie alternative singer-songwriter... Um, this album was super dark and moody, and I loved everything about it. Also, I'm madly in love with Angel Olsen, so that did not, you know, change anything. Um, so that album was perfect, and I loved it. Um, my next one also came out on October 4th. It is by Danny Brown, and his album was called You Know What I'm Saying, but all one word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, obviously, Danny Brown, hip-hop artist from the Detroit area. Um, I love him. Uh, I've been listening to him before he kind of got super famous this year with his TV show on Vice mm-hmm. called Danny's House. Highly recommend it. Go watch it. Um, I gave this album 9 out of 10. Cool. I loved it. He's so Nine much Stephanies. fun. Nine Stephanies. Um my next one came out on October 11th. Um, it is by Big Thief. So it's their second album to come out this year, actually. Um, the album is called Two Hands. Um, this one's a little bit more raw rock sounding than the other uh, Big Thief album that came out this year. And everything just feels like painfully emotional when you're listening to it. And it just feels like a lot of raw emotion in the recording process. Okay. So I gave this one 9 out of 10 as well. My next one is the Desert Island Sessions, which is Josh Homme's, one of his many, many side projects. Yep. Um, so he released an album, it's called Volume 1112. Um, so Desert Island Sessions hasn't been a thing for a while. They came back this year kind of unexpectedly, and this album also was absolutely perfect. I gave it 10 out of 10. Um... They did a really great use of the instrumentation as well as Josh's voice singing, and they had a lot of guest spots, and the guest spots, I think, really made the album stand out, and I completely loved it. Um, I want to eat it on vinyl. There's that. Uh, My last one of the month all came out on the 25th, and it's actually an artist that's been up and coming throughout the year and has really blown up from the time she released her first single in this past winter to now being like super duper famous. Um, so the artist is King Princess and she released in her first album called Cheap Queen. So she's become super famous because she's kind of brought a lot of like queer pop music to the scene. And that's obviously becoming more and more prevalent. And I think her album has done super well just with the she's gotten a lot of backing from like mark ronson worked with her this Mm -hmm. year just a lot of supportive famous musicians have worked with her and her music actually is really good so i was excited to see this album do well and i gave it a nine out of ten i do like king princess a lot yeah Um, she's awesome yeah cool so So, that's that did you say any tens 
Yeah, uh, my two tens for the month were Angel Olsen and Desert Island Sessions. Okay. Cool. Yeah. More tens than usual, yeah. I will say. Usually it's like one ten and then four nines. Yeah. Um, Sometimes so, yeah. an eight, but nah, I was uh, so pleasantly October surprised. Was a solid month yeah, October releases. had a lot of music come out too. Cool. So there was some good music. All right. So um, let's get into the beer. Yes. So, Stephanie, what are we drinking? So, today we are drinking one of my favorites. Um, it's the Mars Brewing Machamoki Imperial White Milk Stout. So, we did not know until someone kindly pointed it out to us earlier. Mm-hmm. Today's actually the day we're recording, not the day you're listening. Today is actually National Stout Day. Yes. So this works well. This does work well. Drinking a white stout was yep. not planned, but so I believe we drank a white stout last episode. So if you oh listened, yeah the uh, dragon's milk bourbon barrel aged white stout yeah. So if you listen, the difference between a white stout and a regular stout is that they um, don't include the malt um, that typically give a stout like a darker flavor. So and color in color, um, darker color, not darker flavor. Um, <laughs> So Although sometimes darker flavor. Yeah. Tastes like death. Dark. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so for full disclosure, we actually went live on Instagram just before this, and we both had this beer already in the past, yeah. Um, yeah. like last year. Yeah. So you won't hear us opening it um, also because they're bombers, so that's another reason. Yeah. Um, but we can... Probably just go into our three words. Yeah. <clears throat> I gotta drink more of this to figure out what they were. I'll go. So I said it was creamy, balanced, and caramelly. But why is it creamy, balanced, oh, and caramelly? That's you a good can't point. I can't just, just go and I can't just say what it what it is. So the matcha flavor on this is pretty light. Um, so it's a matcha tea, lactose, and vanilla beer, which I don't think we mentioned. The matcha flavor is pretty light. It, um, it's not like heavy green tea. It's not heavy like bitterness that you would get from out of like traditionally from matcha. like just drinking matcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's got like a nice sweetness. So like that sweetness and that matcha flavor are pretty well balanced. In, mm-hmm. um, where one's not overpowering the other, they Agreed. kind of bring out flavors in each other. The vanilla is not. Extremely I strong. I don't want really to get, get vanilla, a ton of vanilla, but I think that's because the vanilla kind of like is almost overshadowed by the matcha flavor. No, and I would it, agree, and maybe not even overshadowed, but because it's balanced, it like brings out the matcha flavor a little bit more and complements it well. Yeah, um, and then the lactose is just like it's super creamy. Yeah. So the other thing uh, we didn't mention is this is an eight percent beer. Yeah. That's why I'm rambling. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Um, we posted a photo to our Instagram page of what the beer looks like. Um, it really just kind of looks like a, like a flash sheet for the artwork. Yeah, like a tattoo flash sheet. Yeah. Um, I thought, I still stand by my statement that I think this thing glows in the dark, but I don't know because it's too bright in here and I don't want to turn the lights off. Reasonable. All right. What were your words? Um, How would you want to describe this? Um, so I said that it was deceptively light, so because I think that's just the nature of a, a white, a stout. white it's milk stout. It's pretty thin. It and is That's why thin. I said it was deceptively light, because it yeah. wasn't like a thicker stout. Yeah, it's very thin. It's got more of like a lo- like a lager texture almost. Yeah. Like, and it smells like a lager, to be honest. Like, it has a nutty flavor. N- nutty smell. Nutty scent. So, I think I said it was... Uh, malty, because like even though the malts aren't, there's still malt in here, and I think mm-hmm. it's this due to the nature of the earthiness of yep. the matcha that's in there, it kind of brings forward the maltiness a little bit. It's not like a regular stat where it's like malt up front, right? It's still got some malt, but it's not like slap in the face with right. Malt. And I, again, I think that's just due to the. I'm changing my second word. My second word is earthy. Nice. That's a good word. Yeah. That is like matcha. It tastes like dirt. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it does. That's what we used to say in the coffee world when things take, like the best way to describe something when it tastes like dirt is that it's just earthy. Um, 
I usually describe matcha as tasting like grass a little bit. Yeah. Like a little bit like grass. Yeah, it's A little grassy. bit like the color green. Just the color green. <laughs> uh, this beer is not green, by the way. It's not. I kind it's of wish green. it was now. <laughs> um, no, it's like a caramel color. It's yeah. like butterscotch, I would say. Okay, so three words. Deceptively light, earthy, and there's a good amount of like... And green. It tastes like green. It does not taste like green. <laughs> um, it's... I forget what I said now. Um, when we did this live. But I think my third word is probably creamy as well. Fair. Because I think just the... It is, it's creamy. The lactose and the vanilla gives it a creamier texture, even though it looks like a lager and smells like a lager. It's, it tastes... It, yeah, it's what's Taste really cool tea. about this is like, what's really cool about this one is um, I feel like creamy beers usually have like a like a mouth feel of creaminess where it's like kind of coating your mouth. This does this not does do not the not mouth have that. It's just like it has a creamy finish, but it doesn't have like a thick creamy like cover coating your mouth anymore. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, like feeling. Yeah. So all in all, still a great beer. I think I like it a little bit better on draft than in the bomber. But I haven't seen it on draft anywhere really this year, so um, gotta take what you can get sometimes. Cool. So um, with that, let's get into the episode uh, content, actual episode content. Yes. Um, we so this is actually coming out on eleven eleven, and because of that, we thought it would be fun to cover superstitions. Yeah, I mean, obviously. 11-11's got its own connotations with right. luck and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to kick it off with 11-11? Sure. So, um... So, I actually did some research on that one. Oh, did you? Let's, um, let's start with that, then. Nobody knows where it came from, ultimately. That's my some, research. Some teenager probably made it up sometime. Um, I tried to figure out what the origin... I tried to find the origin of it, and it was mostly just that... It is considered, like, a, one is considered, like, an auspicious number. Um, so it's kind of developed over time where the number one and, um, like, occurrences of ones together just seems auspicious and lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been some arguments that it's more of, like, a... A spiritual no, presence. it's not spiritual. That's mm-hmm. um, what the internet says. It's like a... It's like a... There are arguments that seeing 11-11 isn't naturally special, but it's just like your mind recognizes those numbers because you expect it to. So, like, you don't necessarily always look at the numbers one like 11-11. It's that, like, you could look at the number, like, the time 11-36 more often, but because it doesn't mean anything to you, you don't recognize that you're constantly seeing it. Interesting. Um, and because it's, like, a recognizable number, that's what's kind of, like, caused its prevalence in society. So now it's viewed as, like, some lucky thing. Right. Um, But, so for me, um, I mean, obviously, like, I always make a wish at 11-11. Do you really? Yeah. So that's, like, I do, I mean, it's not really suspicions. Suspicious. Superstition. (laughs) I almost just said suspicious. (laughs) I said suspicious. And then I said suspicious. (laughs) You were trying to correct me. By Um, saying the same word. Yeah. It's not superstitious for me. Um, I actually, like, only ever make wishes at a lot. I did. It was when I was younger. I mean, like, yeah, when I was in, like, middle school, that was a thing. Um, But one of my favorite bands, uh, Something Corporate, has the line, I always catch the clock at 11-11. And that's part of the reason I always, like, make a wish at 11-11. Interesting. I never, like, actually make a wish. It's more just like, hey, look, it's 11-11, make a wish. <laughs> and somebody else supposedly makes a wish. That's I me. That, it is you? I'm um, the one that makes the wish. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> well, now that I know that I can get two wishes because you don't make yours. No, I don't make mine. So that's the 11-11 thing. And, uh, interestingly enough, we had an 11-11-11 in this past decade, like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh... Almost nine years ago. Um, well, eight years ago. But there was, like, obviously, because it means something to people, um, a huge uptake in weddings. And I don't think I knew that. Yeah, a huge uptake in weddings. And, um, I think it was, like, a Friday or something, too, though. So Yeah, probably. Um, and I believe, like, there was a larger amount of births that year, or that day. Partially because people can schedule births. So. Yeah. Cool. Huh. That's 11-11. 
Interesting. In honor of 11-11. So, um, what are your thoughts on the number 13? I don't consider it a bad look. I think it's cool. So, I mean, traditionally, the number 13 is viewed as a number associated with bad luck. Right. So, like, I don't associate with bad luck, but... Yeah. And so much so that, like, hotels will skip... Like, places, right. buildings will skip the 13th floor, they'll skip the 13th room Did number. you also know that sometimes even airplanes don't have a 13th row? No, I never noticed that. Yeah, so... Interesting. Buildings won't have a floor 13. I mean, obviously they do have a floor 13. They have a 13th floor, but they don't call it They don't call it floor. 13. It goes from, like, 12. That was really sad. I didn't realize I finished it. I couldn't see. It goes from 12 to 14. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't always... Like, until someone had pointed it out, I literally had never noticed it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I don't really... The only reason that Friday the 13th, like, that being an unlucky whatever is associated with the films, obviously. Um, but the reason the number 13 is such a common, like, superstitious number actually comes from, like, biblical times. Okay. So it's believed that... Judas was the 13th guest at the Last Supper, yep. and then Jesus was crucified on Friday. So I think that's kind of where that association comes from. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, my take, love Friday the 13th. I do too. It's fun. It's just a normal it's Friday a for me normally, but... Yeah, I don't find the number 13 unlucky. Yeah, I don't either. I have no like attachment to the number 13, other than the fact that I think it's cool that people think it's unlucky. But, like, I don't have, like, any attachment to it. Hardcore. <laughs> That's what you sound like right now. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, so, this isn't really, like, a superstition, but it's something that, like, out of habit that people do uh, when they say bless you. Yeah. When people sneeze. Um, so that is just, like, a, I guess, a politeness thing. That It's, ad- it's become adopted into a politeness thing. It's yeah. something that you're taught growing up that you should say. Um, but that, um, particular custom began in the 6th, 6th century by, um, Pope Gregory the Great, um, and that's due to a pestilence, so like a sickness, essentially, that was spreading through Italy, and the first symptom was severe chronic sneezing. I cannot say words today, I said, almost said seasoning. Um... (laughs) Severe chronic seasoning, putting too much salt in your food. That's a different one. That is a different one. Um, and it was quickly fo- often followed by death. So he urged people to pray by saying, God bless you. I heard that, um, I heard it was like from, that, I'm reading this from a website, but I thought it was because of like the plague. Um, I also have heard that it is related to the plague. I'm literally the one I'm looking at right now. I'm not on the website, so. Oh. Yeah, so the, the, the pestilence is the Black Plague. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> you learn something every day. Yeah, no, it's it's related to... It started as God bless you because, you know, religious people, right? Am I right? <laughs> so the Pope could have blessed people with <laughs> Not me. Um, so, yeah, so it's... You're right. So the Pope, it was during the Black Plague, and the Pope required everyone to be blessed when they sneezed. So, yeah. The blessing was usually followed up by the making of the sign of the cross, just for good measure. Um, the more you know. So, the next one that I want to talk about is a black cat crossing your path is being considered um, unlucky. Okay. In... Western culture. Yeah. Um, some cultures, they consider it lucky. I consider it lucky. I want to pet that black cat. <laughs> so, ancient Egypt... Wow, why can't I talk today? It's the stout. It's the stout. So, ancient Egyptians revered all cats, black and otherwise, and they're, they believed that a black cat crossing your path brought good luck. Um, in England, King Charles I kept a black cat as a pet. And upon his death, he lamented that his luck was gone. Um, during the Middle Ages, uh, many parts of Europe held the exact opposite belief, though. They thought that black cats were familiars um, to witches. 
or um, like witches themselves in disguise and a black cat crossing your path was an indication of a bad luck sign that the devil was watching you. Um, which is likely the dominant belief that the pilgrims had when they came to America, and that kind of explains why we, like, as a culture, consider black cats crossing your path um, unlucky. I don't know that that's so commonly perceived anymore, but I think that's just, like, a general superstition, like, where it comes from. I don't yeah. think that people actually I believe Well, I mean, it's, like, that. the number 13. I don't know if anybody actually... Or, I don't know many people that actually think 13 is unlucky. Well, you make a wish at 11-11 every day, so... Not every day, so whenever I catch the clock at 11-11. Okay, so, have you, I mean, have you ever heard of the, the deal with breaking a mirror? Break a mirror, you break your mom's back? That step on a crack, you break your mother's <laughs> that back. That was the joke. <laughs> I was trying to mix them up. Uh, no, I, yeah, that was, yes, I know that breaking mirror uh, is considered to bring you seven years of bad luck. I have broken very many mirrors in my lifetime. Oh, maybe that's why you're so unlucky. Okay, so the reason that it's been believed that if you break a mirror, you get seven years of bad luck is because um, ancient Romans believed that mirrors contained fragments of the soul. And so breaking the mirror signified a break in someone's, like, health, well-being, uh-huh. Fortune, all that good stuff. But they also believed that souls regenerate every seven years, so that's why. Oh, interesting. That's why it's seven. I don't know why they believed that, but. Um, actually, every seven years, every single one of your cells is replaced. Maybe that's why. That's a thing. There's no way they knew that, though, which is interesting. But that's a fact that I've read that, like. When the time day, travelers went back, you don't know. Two days. Today, like seven years from now, every single one of my cells will have been replaced, like have um, split and been replaced. Hmm. Which is interesting. Um, so there's the um, superstition that like if you you can't pick up a penny unless it's heads up. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Um, that comes from a dichotomy of good versus evil. So good is obviously like lightness and luck, beauty and justice, and evil is selfishness, neglect, um, etc. So, in ancient society... (laughs) Breaking mirrors. Um, In ancient society... I don't know what I was trying to say. In ancient societies, people believed that certain metals, like copper, were gifts from the gods meant to protect humanities. Yeah, they're also uh, gifts to whoever steals them out of your piping. So, coins like pennies had lucky properties, um, but they also believed in an ever-present battle between good and evil. So, a heads-up penny became associated with luck, while the opposite was not lucky. Okay, but follow-up question. Really explain it, why is heads the good and tails the bad? Why do we know, why is that a thing? Why can't tails be the good? You don't know. I mean, I think it maybe is because, like, the head represents you because you have a head. <laughs> wow. That was great. You're on a roll today. <laughs> that was, that actually was really good. Um, I don't pick up pennies because what am I going to do with them? That's my mindset. I also don't pick. I don't pick up any coins off the street. I don't carry cash. I don't carry any of that. Okay, so I'd pick up a quarter, though. You can use that at a Logan Arcade. Yeah, I'd pick up a quarter. I only I would pick up anything less than a quarter, though. I want to pick up a dime or a nickel. What are you gonna do with it? Nothing. I'd exactly. pick up a quarter, though. Get like a gumball for that, or like a little toy out of the machine. <laughs> I think they cost more than a quarter nowadays. Oh, fuck. Inflation. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, we sound old. <laughs> um, so, obviously, it's believed, like, opening an umbrella indoors is bad luck. And that actually comes from the ancient Egyptians. So, they believed that umbrellas were royal... And that their shade was sacred. 
to the gods. And so by opening one indoors, it's considered an insult to the sun god. Because uh-huh. this, the shade from the god was so sacred. Um, cool. I feel like that covers a lot of the mainstream superstitions. Do you have any that you subscribe to that is maybe different or... Um, oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's not different, but it's one we didn't talk about. It's a salt shaker. Oh, Yeah. So I, I throw it over my shoulder. I don't know which shoulder you're supposed to throw it over. I just kind of like throw it behind me. I don't know what that means. But I do that one as well. You're supposed to throw it over your left shoulder. So I don't do that. The reason it's a thing is because it's another Judas thing. So Judas. No. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Um, <laughs> I brought frankincense. Thank you. I brought murder. Thank, Thank you. you. Murder. Judas. No. <laughs> okay, so in you could tell from Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the Last Supper, um, Judas is the thirteenth guest, and he's depicted knocking over a salt shaker or salts in general. They didn't have salt shakers. Um, he knocked over salt with his elbow, and because Judas betrayed Jesus, the salt he knocked over gets associated with his murder. Murder. Um, so, by throwing the salt over your left shoulder, you blind the devil and counteract any bad juju that you may incur for spilling the salt in the first place. What happens when you throw it over your right shoulder? Because that's what I do. Uh, I don't know. You want to see if there's a thing? I don't see anything about throwing it over your right shoulder. I think that just means... You're directionally challenged. <laughs> that checks out, actually, for me. <laughs> um, the only other one I could think of that's, like, super prevalent is um, walking under a ladder. Yeah. Which, A, I think it's just common sense. Don't yeah, walk under a ladder. No. That's a really bad idea. Yeah. Um, that actually comes from a couple of religious things, and... I think most prevalently, obviously, like, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, from Christianity. Um, and, in theory, a ladder leans against a wall, and it is creates a triangle. And by going through the triangle... What did I read? So, the triangle is also considered a symbol of life. Yeah, okay. So when you walk through the t- triangle, the thought is that you tempt the fates. You run. You also run the risk of awakening spirits that live within that triangle, including the evil spirits who might not be so happy with your disturbance. Okay. But if you do accidentally walk under a ladder, you can counteract the bad luck by placing your thumb between your index and middle fingers and holding it for at least five seconds. I don't think that's the thing. Uh... It says, that or cross the fingers of both hands while calling upon the sign of the cross to protect you from evil. Okay, well, ultimately, don't walk under ladders. That's stupid. Yeah, uh, don't walk under ladders. Bad idea. There are a few culturally that I actually don't do. Um, like, growing up, my mom always said it was bad luck to um, sweep, like, someone's feet if you were sweeping. I've heard that before. Like, um, at restaurants... I mean, it, first off, it's impolite to sweep someone's right. feet. Right, but, like, but. when I was at home, and I was, like, if I was sweeping, my mom was in the way, like, I try, I would try to sweep her feet. Yeah. And she would get mad at me, so, like, I, if you were, like, here and I was sweeping, like, I would ask you to move and wouldn't do it now, because it's, like, considered bad luck. Huh. Um, I know in some cultures it's actually considered, like, a death omen. Really? Yeah. Um, so that's one. Um, culturally, you're, so, in the Caribbean, you're not supposed to eat out of the pot. So my mom would say, like, if you eat out of the pot, you'll never get married. And I used to eat out of the pot anyways. Oh, that checks out. Yeah, it checks out. (laughs) Um, I didn't know that was, like, a... I mean, I I guess I understand, like, culturally, like, you don't eat out of the pot. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's, like, it's... They're, like, little things that they created as, like... Like, explanations for why you shouldn't do this that, like, will affect you. Um, but obviously, like, none of that's true, but, like, this is how we get you to not eat out of the pot. This is how we get you to not sweep our fucking feet kind of thing. 
Um, don't be a rude asshole. Don't be a rude asshole. You will not get married. You will die. Yeah. Um, the one that I can think of for sure is, and I don't know where it came from, but did you ever used to like hold your breath while driving past a graveyard? Yes, I did. Um, and explain it and then I have a story. I mean, I don't know where it came from, but I feel like the concept is that you're supposed to hold your breath when you're driving past a graveyard so that the beds, the spirits don't, don't enter you. you. Yeah. yeah. My dad used to drive very slowly past graveyards because we used to do it. Um, and he would drive really slowly just to see how like far we would go to pretend that we weren't breathing through, like we weren't breathing. And like, he'd be like, you're breathing through your nose. I can see you. <laughs> While driving, like, ten miles an hour through, like, a half a mile long graveyard. Um, we also used to lift our feet when you cross railroad, railroad tracks. I've also done, I mean, I don't do that now, but I remember, yeah. like, as a kid doing that. And I don't remember why. I just know my sister used to say it was bad luck, so we would lift our feet. Ooh, I found some weird car traditions where Ooh. this is in there. Let's so. go over those. Yeah. Okay. So, there's not, like, a real, like, uh, thing behind it, but there's a superstition, obviously, just about crossroads in general, and they, we think this might be, like, a more modernized version of, like, going through a crossroad. Mm -hmm. It also, you're also apparently supposed to lift, lift your feet and touch the roof of your car with your fingers. I don't do that part. And they say... The, the idea is that, like, if you don't, you'll lose your sweetheart. Okay. I didn't write this. That's okay. what the internet says. Interesting. Also, supposedly if you honk your horn while going through a tunnel, it's supposed to be good luck because the honking is said to frighten away evil spirits. Okay. Because you don't want them following you, and then, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of any other weird ones that I did. Um, I mean, I currently still, like, sage my apartment. I don't know if that's a superstition. Um, but growing up, my parents would buy sage, and every time something bad happened or, um, like, anything unlucky or negative was happening in general, they would sage our entire house and, like, push everything through the front door. Um, and I still do that to this day. I've never done that before. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Like, I say, I burn sage, like... Oh, I know. Constantly. We had a sage burning party in yeah. your apartment. I'm yeah. aware that's a thing that you do. Yeah. Um, but that was just, like, a growing up thing that... And, I mean, I'm sure it's, like, completely... Um, it's like a pseudoscience. It's, a, it's like a full-on superstition, but in my head, like, when I was a kid, things got better. Yeah. Um, so, like, if anyone ever passed away, my parents would do it, things like that. Um, hmm. and uh, things always got better. I think it was probably just, like, a placebo effect where I expected it to, so I felt better. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still do it to this day. I don't know that I do a ton of things. I mean, obviously I'm not gonna walk under a ladder, because I'm not an idiot. Mm -hmm. I do a weird amount of, like, superstition things for, how, like, for someone with an engineering degree and, like, extremely science-based. Do you do anything else that you haven't told me that I can no, make I'm fun of No, I'm trying to think of. I, so some of them aren't, like, things I truly, like, I actually believe in. Some of them, like, a lot of them are just, like, out of habits. Like, the 11-11 one is realistically out of habit. Um, burning sage is kind of, like, just culturally a thing. Mm -hmm. Some of it's culturally. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily believe it, but I do it because I've always You're done it. You're used to it. Yeah. It's just, like, what you do when things happen. Right. Um, I don't... I don't know. Like, I can't think of any other weird ones that you can make fun of me for. Um, so, actually, when I played softball, and this is, like, a general superstition with, like, athletes. Okay. Um, every athlete I knew, like, if you... And it gets extreme, but, like, like at least... a lucky pair of whatever. Not even a lucky pair. Because um, I don't believe, like, I never, none of us ever believed in, like, my softball team at least, or people I played softball with in general throughout my lifetime. Never really believed in lucky anything. Okay. Um, there would be, like, if you hadn't lost a game yet, you would not wash your socks. So it's, like, essentially, that's the concept of, it's like, like, lucky socks. But it was more like, so, and our coach is, like, 
our coaches subscribe to this. So if we were on a four-day tournament and by the third day we were still winning, he'd be like, we're, they would be like, we're wearing the same uniform that we want. we've worn all week. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I wouldn't wash my socks. I wouldn't, like, I would wear different, like, sports bras and stuff. No. But it was, like, mostly socks I would not wash. Yeah, and I would wear the same socks. And so they that's, would, like they'd a, get fucking disgusting. That's, like, a common thing is for, like, athletes mm-hmm. in general. They don't wash, like, certain things. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, shorts or yeah. socks or like sweat, a sweatband yeah. or a hat or something like that. Yeah, and I think that's actually partially so that, like, if you're, it's hard to, like, internalize that you're good at something. Yeah. And if all of a sudden goes away, it's easy to explain it away as in, like, oh, I didn't do it this way. Yeah. I, this is, I did it, I did something different. And realistically, like, even if you were doing, like, even if you were batting a thousand and you strike out and because you didn't hit your cleat or, like, yeah. you didn't, you normally swing five times, like, during warm-ups and you swing four mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, There's a lot of superstitions around sports and it's normally, in, yeah. like you're saying, But like what I'm saying is that, like, it's super internalized because, like, realistically, for the first four at-bats, you probably did something small, eat different each time. Yeah. But by the fifth one, because, like, you struck out, you're finding something to explain it away mm-hmm. um, so that you can... You could you don't internalize it as in like your failure, yeah, and or your success, yeah. That's similar to my dance yeah. growing up. Is you never wished someone good luck or like good performance. Yeah. It was always break a leg because you don't want to jinx them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same concept. Yeah, which I think is really interesting. Um, and like I always forget that, that was a thing. Like I forget that I was super superstitious. Um, growing up. I don't know that I was particularly superstitious related to that growing up. That was just more like a thing that was just like commonly accepted is that like you don't ever wish someone going into a performance good luck. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, That's similar too. So like when I did theater, it's, I mean, it's similar to like you don't ever say Macbeth in the theater. Yeah. You never refer to it. You would say Macbeth as a character and only like when you're like if you're performing Macbeth that's totally cool but like if you say if you're referring to the show itself it's the Scottish play right I've heard that yeah um I was actually trying to find the origin of Break a Leg and it's pretty kind obscure. of all the over the place yeah. there's, it's one of those like there's not really a real reason why it's said yeah, it's other just than super force of habit yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of superstitions obviously don't have real backing, and there's, like, really no reason or, like, explanation as to why people believe what they believe, but they just share their beliefs, and then they go on forever. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of superstitions that we have that have just become habitual, and we don't even recognize that they were superstitions anymore. It's just kind of, Mm -hmm. like, something that we do in our everyday life. But I don't know if that gives it power or not. Oh, it absolutely doesn't give it power. Um... That's the real question, is how much of these superstitions actually are we given power? Yeah. Um, zero. They, yeah. You and Sage. I don't, yeah, so I think that, and this is an interesting conversation to have, like, are we giving these superstitions power, or are they giving us power? Well, I don't And, like, they're not, like, are they giving us power by way of ourselves, is I guess the way I should phrase it. Like, am I giving myself power through this, through this action? And I think that's more of what it is, like... Me and Sage, I feel better when I do it, and I could probably feel better if I didn't do it, but there's this, like, act, and there is this, like, symbol in my life that I associate with feeling safer or feeling, like, calmer, and I do it because I associate it that way, and I mm-hmm. could not do it um, and just try to make myself that way, but because, like, we attach ourselves to routines and to symbols and things, um, we give it the power to do things that we could do ourselves. That was very deep. That was very deep. For how many jokes, you, <laughs> how many bad jokes you've cracked this episode, I'm uh, surprised you were able to go that deep. Honestly, fair. Yeah. Woof. We gotta, I think we gotta end on that. I think we do have to end on that. There's nowhere we can go <laughs> from there. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, those are superstitions. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, stay tuned through the song for final thoughts and we will see you next episode.
Hey guys, so for final thoughts this week, Stephanie just found a BuzzFeed quiz that is, how superstitious are you? Uh, this is very old, it is from 2014, but I just googled superstition quiz, because um, quizzes are fun for final thoughts. They are. So we, it says to check anything that you believe, and we'll read through it and tell you what we're checking. Okay. So the first one is that Friday the 13th is an unlucky day. No. No. If you step on a crack, you'll break your mother's back. I don't actually believe that, but I potentially don't. I'm gonna check it. Yeah, I don't. I I don't try not to step on cracks, but I don't believe yeah. that that happens. Um, you will have seven years of bad luck if you break a mirror. Honestly, kind of. I've broken a lot of mirrors in my life, so I don't. I have not. So have you never just thrown on a mirror? No, oh. I was gonna knock. It's gonna knock on wood. <laughs> All right. Um, a rabbit's foot brings good luck. No, and I think that's gross. I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't believe that. You should never open an umbrella indoors. I try not to open umbrellas indoors, actually. How else do you dry your moldy fucking umbrella? I close it and then leave it so it drips down. Do you leave it indoors open? Yeah, that's how I let it dry. Oh, no, I don't do that. Ooh, Ooh. astrology works. That's an attack. Astrology works. Yes. Yes. If a black hat- I do not believe that astrology is a superstition. I would Astro- like to point that out. I, I believe that my like I am my sign to a T. My birth chart reads me to a T. Oh, mine does too. Um, so I don't believe that's a superstition at all, and I take offense to that. Uh, <laughs> the next one is: if a black cat crosses your path, you will have bad luck. No, if a black cat cro- crosses your path, you will have good luck. Um. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't either. Um, an itchy palm means that money is coming your way. Um, I'm my parents will say that. I have not experienced I've that. I've never experienced I've that. I've had itchy palms before. I have not gotten more money out of it. I think it's because you're not supposed to scratch it. So if your palm itches and you don't scratch it, that's when the money comes your way. Then I've been doing it wrong. Okay. I, I think I mean, I get it. Uh, bad luck comes in threes. I yes. actually do. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Six 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 is not simply another number. So, no, it's not. Well, it's the greatest no, number. Yeah, in the, world. Say, the way it's phrased, I would check that, but I don't think it's a bad number. No, I don't if think it's bad. If it said like six six six, another the devil, I would have argued that, but I don't believe it's just a number. Um, the next one is you believe in knocking on yes! wood. Yeah, I, do. I was literally going to do that. Oh, you shouldn't cut a baby's hair before his or her first birthday. I don't have a baby. I don't give a fuck. I've never heard that. I also don't have a baby. I also don't give a fuck. You should never rest a hat on a bed. I've never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. I've also thrown many of hats on my bed. I throw tons of shit on my bed. (laughs) I do be like that sometimes. I've literally slept on like half of my bed with like laundry on the other half. Mm -hmm. Been there. Done that. If you call Bloody Mary enough times while looking in a mirror, she will appear. I don't believe... I want it to be true, and I've tried it, and it's never happened, so I guess I don't believe in it. Have you tried tried Candyman, though? No, because that one's scary. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to do no. I also say no. Um, Spilled salt must be tossed over your shoulder. Um, I do that. (laughs) I do that. (laughs) I do that. This is like record number of vines we've quoted in an episode. I think we've done more in previous episodes. But regardless, next one, a wedding ring on a thread can predict whether an unborn baby will be a boy or a girl. No, don't care. Yeah, same. Next. You should never rock an empty rocking chair. Uh, Why? Yes, because that's spooky as fuck. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I actually think it's really funny to do. Honestly, it. it's super spooky, and it's probably going to become haunted when you do that. I am clicking it because I think that shit's funny, <laughs> and I would. Um, oh wait, no, you should click that because you don't think that you should. No, I don't think you should. So you I, should click that. I, I did. Oh, okay, I, I'm not clicking it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I forgot how this worked for a second. <laughs> you forgot how Buzzfeed worked. <laughs> if you make a wish at eleven eleven, it'll come true. Don't attack me like this. Uh, it's good luck to find a horseshoe. Where do you find a horseshoe? We live in a city. No. The police horses. 
Also, who just finds horseshoes randomly? That's what I'm saying. That's bad if you just find a horseshoe. That's true. Where, where's the horse? But the like, horse is missing a shoe. But also that horse is going through a lot of pain because horseshoes are really painful to put on. I didn't know that. Anyways. Um, I didn't Story know that. for another time. I didn't know that. Um, Your marriage will suffer if the bride doesn't wear something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Yeah, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Bearing a statue of St. Anthony upside down in your yard will help you sell your house quicker. I don't know who St. Anthony is. I don't either. I don't have a house. <laughs> I still believe this one. The Chicago Cubs are literally cursed. Uh, I mean, technically not anymore, but also technically, maybe Technically, yes, because we live in Chicago and everything is cursed here. This is a this cursed This is cursed. That is cursed. You're cursed. This is a cursed city, so Yes. Fortune and fortune cookies tell the truth. I think that they used to when we were kids. Now they're just now very they just, generic. And now like, they just tell you how to say Chinese words. They say other things, but like, I don't know. They don't seem like fortune anymore. They more seem like proverbs and stuff. So. Yeah, it's mostly proverbs. Um, a crucifix can ward off evil. But no, because what if I want to bring the evil in? Yeah. If I hang it upside down, do I get to bring in the evil? Or how does that work? Um, garlic protects you from evil in all forms, including vampires. I don't know about that, but I fucking love. I would say garlic. I don't know, but I love. I garlic. love me some garlic. So, I also do. I want to protect myself from a vampire. I don't think so. If it's Robert Pattinson, then no. But also, he hates Twilight, so <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, if your ears are ringing or burning, it means someone is talking about you. Honestly, I kind of believe that one. Really? I yeah, I've subscribed to that one. Um, I've heard people say it. I actually have never, like, I mean, I have tinnitus, so kind of. I mean, I, I, ha- I do so, have tinnitus. So, does that mean people are always talking about me? No. Yes. No. Yes. I'm not that important. If someone gives you the evil eye, it can bring you harm. Yes. yes. But also, if Franz Ferdinand's singing about the evil eye, it's fine. Yes. Um, a plane won't crash if a priest or nun is on it. No. Don't believe that. I don't believe that. If you die in your dreams, you will die in your life. I actually yes, do believe that. I absolutely yes. believe that. I've never heard this next one. But it's like a mixture of the two that we talked about. Yeah. Though. It's wise to lift your feet when passing a cemetery. But what if you're walking on the cemetery? You gotta float through it like a ghost. <laughs> you just run and launch yourself as far as you can. No. Um, a cat will try to take the breath from a baby. I don't believe that cats will try to take... A breath from a baby, but, but I they think might they try lay on them. I think that cats try them. to steal like everybody's breaths because cats are trying to murder us. That's why they like need you. They're trying to like soften making you up. Biscuits. No, they're trying to soften no, you up. No, they're making. They're tenderizing biscuits. your body so they can eat. They're you later. making biscuits. I believe that, but not necessarily from babies. I think it's from everybody. I I don't think it's that they're trying to take breath from a baby. It's just that they want to like cuddle with the baby and the baby's too small and they kill it. it. I think cats are trying to kill us all. Okay. Uh, next one. If you drop your wedding ring, you will die. Eh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just go through these faster. There's a lot still. <laughs> um, yeah, we wearing your birthstone will bring you luck. Yes. I don't wear mine. I don't, but I believe that when I am wearing it, I never wear mine. I feel very on top of the world. I don't wear mine. Ooh, you should never say Macbeth in a theater. Yes. Uh, it's good luck if you find a penny. Only if it's heads up, though. Also, no, because I'm not pennies. picking up a penny. It's fine. Then put quarter in there. No, that's not, that's not what it says. You can break a spell or bad luck by turning seven times in a counterclockwise... Or, oh, Jesus Christ. In a clockwise circle. No, uh-huh. I've never done that. A beginner... Is inherently lucky. Yes. Yeah. Washing a car will make it rain. Yes. Yeah. Warm hands means someone has a cold heart and vice versa. I've never yes. heard of that, actually. Yes. It means you radiate heat, so you're cold on the inside. Oh, I mean, I believe I agree with it, but I don't necessarily believe it. It's a bad omen if a bird flies into your home. Yes. Yes. I don't want no bird in my home. It's because they're not real. It's a government watching you. Yeah. Birds That's aren't why real. you don't want a bird in your home. Because birds aren't real. Who is watching who? 
Um, okay. Um, you should hold your breath when going through a tunnel. Not necessarily for tunnels, but for the graveyard. So I'm still going to say now, I guess, with the way it's phrased. Clothes worn inside out can bring good luck. No, I'm not wearing my clothes inside out. I actually wear my clothes inside out sometimes, though. You've seen me do it. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and it's really funny. If you get a chill, it means someone walked over your grave. Eh. I don't get it. I don't know. I've heard it, though, but I don't necessarily I don't get it. Get it. I'm, as far as I know, I'm here. Throwing a, co- a coin in a fountain will bring you luck. Honestly, I'm into it. I mean, it, I do it. I honestly but I never, truly believe I it. I also don't have coins, so like, True. who's got coins? When a dog howls, it means death is near. Oof. I don't believe that. Lupin howls at me every day, and I'm still alive. Wishes made on a shooting star come true. Uh, you have to live somewhere where you can see shooting stars. Yeah, we stars. can't see stars, so I don't know what that means. Sometimes it doesn't even get dark outside. <laughs> Sometimes, like, the... Like, light pollution is so bad that it just seems like it's light out. Yeah, pretty much. Wishes made on a birthday cake candles... On birthday cake candles come true. Yes, because no one gives me candles on my birthday, so I know that none of my wishes come true. Um, it's bad luck to leave a house through a different door than the one used to come into it. Oof. I, I definitely did that today. Oh, I do this all the time. Not in my own apartment, but... No, I don't care. Um, a four-leaf clover brings good luck. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. This next one's very prevalent. Um, You own a fortune cat! Yes! Yes! Let's get this fortune! Alright, what are your results? Um, so for that one, Stephanie and I have a fortune cat. I checked 18 out of 50. We share a fortune cat on this desk in the podcast station. Yep. Uh, 18 out of 50. I got 19 out of 50. I'm very superstitious. And Mine says the same thing, so. Right. Well, ours both say, you are very superstitious and know that there is a lot of mystery in the world. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, and only a fool would pretend it doesn't exist. And I checked more than 81% of quiz takers. I checked more than 83% of quiz takers. All right, quiz takers, get on your shit, because you're... Also, no one's taken this quiz since 2014, so it's not relevant That's anymore. True. But there's a lot of bad that. ones here. Um, cool. So, thank you for listening. Um, this is running long. This is a very long final thoughts. Yeah, but this is very fun. So, yeah. Let us know if you like hearing us do BuzzFeed quizzes, because this is fun to do, and uh, we, let us know, actually, often. if you hate when we do BuzzFeed quizzes, because we do them a lot. Yeah, let us know if you hate it, because we're going to keep doing it unless you tell us to stop. Exa- exactly. Um, cool. So, as usual, we're going to go through this very quickly. Rate us on your favorite podcast. Yeah. If you like service. us, we hope you do. Please give go us five and stars. rate and review us. Give us five stars. Give us reviews. Nobody ever reviews us. We'll read your review. If Try you, to get this done really fast. If you review us, we will reread your review. No one reviews us. So if you do, you will get read. It doesn't 100%. matter if it's good or not. Honey P will read your review. Honey P. Okay. Bye. Thanks. That was the episode. So we love hearing from you. Um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is Drunk and Uncultured. And our Twitter is Drunk Uncultured. No ant. And as always, I'm Lindsay. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at Lindsay Sold Out. And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on Untapped, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore Stephen Color. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty Concert Blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.